spilled <laughs> soup everywhere in the kitchen. And and this was around like 1 a.m. Like, we were oh, all God. fucking tired. He was drunk as fuck. I was high. I was like, oh, my God, dude. We made a fucking mess. So we drove to a gas station and just grabbed, like, like a stack of, like, brown paper towels from, like, you know, when you pull up. And we just came back and just soaked that all up and just left it there. And I was like, dude, you're a fucking mess. And from there on, we just <laughs> we just ran with it. We just, we just called soup. Everything was soup to us, man. <laughs> Man, the story of the soup. <laughs> Dude, nonetheless, uh, DeBellis was so bummed out. Did he say anything to you? I can't believe I've never heard about this. Like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> from there on, we called him Eugene Natto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, Pat sounds like fucking Kevin from The Office, just spilling the chili all in the fucking room. <laughs> Yeah, dude, yeah. It, it was a fun time, but also like, dude, you're making a fucking mess in someone's kitchen. Dude, drunk Pat That's is like fun. another beast. He's another, <laughs> another animal. I love that dude, man. <laughs> yeah, Pat, Pat rocks. Shout out, Pat. This is a, yeah. this is this is the Pat podcast. Welcome to the it. Pat podcast, oh, man. Also, before speaking of Pat, he tagged me on Facebook and he's like, "Yeah, sorry, Ralph, I don't listen to your podcast." So he'll never fuck hear you, this. Pat. So, fuck, fuck you, Pat. man. Fuck you. Hey, Take it back. <laughs> hey, Pat sucks. Soup sucks. What's Pat's favorite band? Uh, I, don't, I don't know, dude. Braid? Yeah, Braid sucks. Whoa, just, I don't know just, just about kidding. that, man. <laughs> just kidding. I went too far with that joke. <laughs> okay, uh, welcome to the Secret Jocks Podcast. Oh. Uh, hey, yo. Made it through another weekend of basketball. I'm Tyler. We got Ralph. What's up, Playboy? Oof, another new one. <laughs> Here we got Greg. Hello, hello. How's it going, everyone? Good. How y'all doing tonight? Pretty spicy, man. How about you? Good, man. I'm feeling energized with my coffee. Nice. Coffee. How's that juice cleanse going, man? It's going good, man. I'm feeling it. I feel the juice replacing my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Keeping I'm just... It just juice one thing they don't tell you is that uh you pee a lot which is something you probably should like it should just be apparent but like i was not prepared for how many times i just had to pee throughout the day like all i'm doing is consuming liquid and i feel like i gotta <laughs> piss like every 15 minutes have you got any uh people roasting jokes at you about that man uh nope joke because <laughs> <laughs> i am just at, at home it's great no Fuck one can make fun man. of me Hell how yeah. you doing how you doing greg <laughs> i'm doing good man yeah we should uh you know, stephanie kind of did some chores and shit today we got covid tested since i was in florida and shit she cut my hair last night so i got Ooh. shorter hair now which feels great man Ooh. feels free looks man, good dude. thanks man feel like a fucking million bucks over here yeah, <laughs> you, you look like, like it too thanks homie but yeah good day over here man orlando won so that's also a fucking plus <laughs> Look at that. I wish yeah, I, I wish I felt it. that. <laughs> I wish I felt that uh that joy. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, before before we dive into to round two of, of the Blazers Warriors, uh any other games you watched over the weekend that you were excited about, Ralph? Um yeah, I have some fucking notes here. Um <laughs> uh the Rockets. They look Oof. good. 
they looked good. really good. They looked good. They looked good. Uh, John Wall looked great for someone that hasn't played in like a hundred years. <laughs> um, Christian Wood looks awesome. I mean, I said before, you know, like Harden handling the ball and then John Wall too. Um, they they make their bigs better, and uh, that's prevalent in this game for sure. Um, that's, I think that's the only thing, only game I really saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boy. for me, the one that I saw was the. It might have been fucking a while ago, man, but the Rockets were looking good, and I saw them play the Kings, and the Kings looked fucking sick in that game too, man. And they're like sneaky good this year, man. So I haven't really watched any games besides that one, but I'm stoked to watch them do better man they were sick in that game yeah i almost don't want them to trade harden because i think this team could actually be really good i think probably one of the more talented teams that they've had in a while like john john wall's good he can hoop he's great like uh demarcus cousins still has value like christian woods is nuts like he's finally blossoming as a player and like harden is harden like that's a really tough starting five to beat especially if you throw like eric gordon or pj tucker in the mix like that's pretty it's hard to see a lot of teams beating that team in a seven game series totally man uh i haven't seen shit though man i've kind of been watching (laughs) the magic game i watched uh the portland the warriors game i watched the all the highlights of it i didn't get the fun in real time man but besides (laughs) that that's really what i've been watching the last couple days nice did you know how uh, hard it was to play Ghost of Tsushima and watch the game at the same time, like simultaneously <laughs> while talking shit to you, Tyler, <laughs> on Instagram? I was like, oh man, everything's happening. Yeah, I was like, I was watching the game on my phone and then also watching this like, uh, like leftovers cooking show on Netflix. I can't remember what it's called, but it's super sick. They like, they have to like take the they get like day old food and then they have to like cook it again and turn it into something completely different. Like we just binged like eight episodes in like two wow. days. It was wow. sick. Uh, uh, but I was called? trying to watch it. Uh, shit. I don't Cooked know. Again. <laughs> Cooked again. Cooked <laughs> uh, again. I'll, I'll check this shit out, man. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Leftovers are boring sick. as fuck, dude. Let's find a way to do it new. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Leftover. I just typed in leftover show Netflix. Nice. <laughs> but uh, to circle back to uh, peeing, dude, like, do you guys yep. ever just like lay down in bed and like all comfy and be like, fuck, I gotta pee? Yeah. yeah uh, it's dude. like okay. night. It's it's nightly. <laughs> nightly um, for me. That will be such a weird spot for someone to like scroll forward and then to just like land on that question that i asked <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah they just like accidentally like you know when you hit that like uh skip ahead 15 seconds they accidentally <laughs> hit that like four times in their pocket and they like, land the on that <laughs> wait this isn't what i signed up for tyler what else do you watch man any other games you caught um let's see i feel like i do this thing where i'm like super excited to watch basketball and then i'll watch like part of a game and then i get distracted and then i just become a like really disinterested pretty quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> uh so i pretty much like i think i watched a bit of that like houston like uh kings game but then i really just watched the blazers game last night 
I think we gotta get into it then, guys. I think we gotta fucking talk about this game. I'm so excited to hear you motherfuckers talk about it. (laughs) Also, uh, let's circle back around to what I'm gonna ask. All right, okay. Uh, Real quick, uh, what was the score? So let's start there. The score game is is this 122 137 Warriors. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tyler. You what's up, man? Let's start with Tyler man, real quick. It, <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It was a good game. Uh, it when Steph is that hot, like there's really no containing it. Like the Blazers got in like foul trouble pretty early on in the game. I think there were some questionable calls as far as <laughs> fouls go. But at the end of the day, like we weren't hitting our shots. Steph was too hot to contain, and. You know what? I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join the bandwagon. We got to get Terry Stotts out of there. I, he like made he made he made zero adjustments, and that's you know this happens so many times throughout the season where like we just get wrecked in the first half, and then the obvious defensive adjustment is in front of everybody's face, and then he just says, "Nope, we're gonna run it back for the second half." Like I, I know it's tough to contain Steph, but like. Put, put some more athletic ba- bigs in there. Like, don't play Nurk all the time. Don't play Cancer all the time. Like, give Harry Giles someone who can, like, guard the perimeter and the inside. Like, switch this, it up a, a little bit. <laughs> this was the game where Steph dropped 62, right? Just 62. So, yes, 62. We'll combine yep. with Dream on 63. 63. I yeah, love the, that stat, dude. I love that. <laughs> the, the, the Steph Draymond duo, 63 points. Dude. I, I, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm happy for Steph, and uh, I think there was a lot of uh, misguided slander on social media towards him, I think, and uh, obviously he took it personally. Huge <laughs> <laughs> a Georgian meme. Dude. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, Dame still had a good game. He dropped 32, like, still played well for the most part. I, I just think some better defensive adjustments could have been happening. Uh, we have some really good defenders, and this has kind of been plaguing Portland all year. I don't think it's necessarily at the fault of the players. I think at this point it's the fault of, like, the defensive schemes that we've got going on. Yeah. I, I I agree. Um, <clears throat> CJ and Lillard, they combined for how many points? 60? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 60 points. Um they were great, um, but Steph was even better. He he attacked the the basket a lot more than shooting threes. You know, you'd think with a performance like this, he'll be shooting lights out from three from deep, but he attacked. He he noticed the matchup of Nurkic and him, or Cantor and him, just like big bodied like centers, and just took it upon himself to to score. Um, Gary Trent Jr. did very well um guarding Steph like really good but Steph's gonna Steph dude um and that's what he did um the 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 thing about it I know we joked around Draymond getting one point dude but (laughs) he and plus minus he has the highest in the game 22 I'm a big Draymond fan that dude dude, is solid as fuck man dude he doesn't need to score or you know get a lot of stats to be effective he was plus 22 curry was plus 20 um cj was kind of lacking i know 28 points is a big you know stat line number but like 
it's feel an like empty it, stat. It was it, it an definitely empty game is. For- it definitely is. Um, points in the paint, we outscored the Blazers by 20, I think. Yeah, 20. So, I mean, that just goes to show you that you, you need a defensive big inside as well um, when playing Golden State because – Back then, yeah, we'd chuck up threes, but it's a different Golden State now, you know. Like, Wiggins got 21, most of it inside. Oubre got 17. Wiseman, I think, got 13. And all of those were from inside, you know. Um, so, kudos to to uh, <laughs> the Blazers. Um, it was a fun game, for sure. When you guys were down, like, I think, at the third, like, 20 points. Mm-hmm. And I... Slowly saw Blazers chipping away at the lead. I I got nervous. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, I think it's gonna down. take over, dude. Like, it almost ha- it almost happened. Like, I think it got down to seven points in the fourth quarter, and that's mm-hmm. when like Curry and Dame started just trading deep threes. Like, by far the most entertaining part of that game was like that like three minute stretch in the fourth when Dame hit a three, then like Steph hit a three and then Dame mm-hmm. came back and hit a three. Like I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> this is what I wanted to see from both games. Like Friday was great for me. Cause it was a blowout. And then this was great for you. Cause it was a bit of a blowout as well. And like, it, it, it would have been more fun if it was just like a shootout, like yeah. <laughs> both nights. I think it's great for me because Steph really cement cemented himself you know, uh, even better. Um, yeah, he got dogged on for not producing the game before, but, you know, like he changed the game, just like, you know, IT said. He changed the game. He doesn't have to prove anything to anyone. Absolutely um, not, man. But he definitely proved it the next game, 62 fucking points, which surprisingly was his, like, career high, which is I thought he would be, like, you know, higher than that. But yeah. Yeah, I was shocked to hear that he had that was his first 60 point game. And what, like, was it 2013 or 2014 is when he had that career high of 54 against the Knicks? Like, yep, the Knicks. that's wild. But it also kind of just shows how great Golden State has been yeah. that a guy like Steph Curry doesn't need to put up more than 54 points to win a championship. Mm-hmm. Like, this is kind of like how Dame had or how Steph had to play last night is how, like, Dame has had to play for like years because he's the only guy that can put up that many. I think I, I see like gears turning in his head. That's like, yeah, it's not the old Golden State anymore. I gotta take it upon myself to to dominate, and that's what yeah. he did. Um, I, I know he was hurt for a little bit last year, but this is kind of what I expected to see from him last season, and it's nice to see him. You know, six games in start already like putting it into that gear of like taking over. So definitely kudos to Steph. Uh, it's a new year. I'm trying to stay positive as well. So only, only PMA, six, games. Dude, PMA. <laughs> six, right. six games in, but you know, it, it was cool to see a dude like Steph get that, get that kind of game. And I also loved the, uh, the him and him and Dame at, after the game, hugging mm-hmm. it out. And yeah. that, that was, that was cool to see too. And that, that thing you shared, like, uh, with Bazemore, uh, saying, oh, I'm going to tell my son that I play with these two legends or something like that. Which yeah, is like, I, yeah. I mean, Steph is a once-in-a-lifetime, definitely talent, and Dame emulated him to a point that he's his own thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. 
Ralph, and what was that? What was that other photo that you shared though? Oh, like uh, Steph uh, sunning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was whatever. Awesome. So it, I, don't, the, I don't know who Steph Curry is. I, I, wanted, I want someone to say it on air, but it is. Real so, so, um, so it's Steph Curry uh, holding the picture. Or sorry, it's a picture of Steph Curry holding the, what looks like a baby with uh, Lillard's face um, superimposed in it. Um, it's, pre- it's pretty good. Uh, uh, th- that's about it. So that, that makes Westbrook Steph's grandson and, yep right grandkid, yeah. yep <laughs> i had to do it man that shit was funny as fuck ah <laughs> oh, whatever whatever baby all i all i know is that that's seth curry's brother <laughs> true dude blazers did him wrong for sure <laughs> and he Bro, was supporting them that night too like what the fuck? <laughs> i know that was so, it was so funny <laughs> Ralph, i got a I question for it. you man that yeah, uh the draymond was it airball or pass oh dude like how steph went with the the scopes that was a pass that's a fucking pass for sure was it, pass or was it steph bailing out his homie just being like i fucking got you dog that was a pass steph bailing out his homie 100 percent. well it, it was actually steph's rotation he was supposed to go up for a, a dunk on that uh possession but he just couldn't reach it someone was uh right behind him oh yeah right. so it was a pass it was a pass <laughs> that was a really good game though both teams fucking played great man like played hard. yeah <laughs> they both teams played hard my man <laughs> <laughs> it, it all comes back to that <laughs> uh one thing i think is interesting they brought they brought it up last night because uh, i had to watch like the nbc sports like bay area one and like the warriors announcers brought it up that there was like i think eight like baseball style series over the weekend uh-huh. and and that's like the two and two games or whatever um and i think only three teams swept it and it was all the away teams but there was five splits so like one they just split the series and i think like i think that's kind of interesting and i think that when there are those kind of like back-to-back or like every other day baseball series it seems like like there is kind of an advantage of like the away team coming in and winning the first one and then the home team with more rest and somewhere that they're like familiar with, like coming back and like having better adjustments and winning that second game. Cause that's what it kind of seemed like all weekend. Right. Oof. That's let's go, man. Fuck. Yeah. I, I just, I just flashed the scores to, uh, for these guys, 68 golden state Kings, 48 dude. We're in motion. What we're in motion. What quarter is that dog? Halftime. Okay. All right. We're in motion. We'll um, also say that the don't Kings jinx are yourself. In, that's all. Kings don't are imploding right now, though. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we we could talk about that. Let, let, let's go. Let's get into that. Okay. okay I don't so, think I know much about this. So I'm excited. Okay. We'll, we'll fill this, you in. <laughs> this story uh, is probably my favorite story, other than the the Steph getting his career high this weekend. Awesome to see. But this story is so funny to me. <laughs> Dude, and, as a Golden uh, State fan, like. I think this one is a better story than Steph getting 62. <laughs> the same. And Love it. Also, as an anti-Sacramento uh, podcast, this is really great. <laughs> really great for us. This is some good content. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so, so on, I think it was uh, Friday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Saturday when the uh, when the Kings played Houston um, after the game, Marvin Bagley's dad tweeted. 
asking the Kings to trade Marvin Bagley. Like, <laughs> yeah, he oh. said they need they need to trade Marvin Bagley. And then uh, obviously a million people probably like screenshotted it. He deleted the tweet. Right. And then somebody posted the screenshot of his tweet asking the Kings to trade him. And uh, he retweeted someone screenshotting his tweet, <laughs> which <laughs> is amazing. And then uh, the Kings obviously played again yesterday, I think, right? They played, did they play last night? Uh, did they? I think they had a back. I don't think, do they have a back? Maybe. Um, we I'll, don't I'll like kings, so we don't give a fuck. That, that's that's true. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Either, fuck you, kings. Either way, then the, then the next day, uh, or whenever their next game was, uh, which I think it was yesterday. Either way, it's not that important. They lost again, and then uh, and then De'Aaron Fox's dad replied to uh, fucking Marvin Bagley's dad and said, "Yeah, they should trade him." Damn, <laughs> say, dude. say they should trade Marvin back. Is that some like salty ass like parents in the stands of your kids like oh, being yeah. like your kid sucks? Is that what he's dude, fucking Le- doing? Lavar yes. Ball Jr. Damn, dude. dude, shit. So it's it's getting hot. It's getting Whoa. hot in there for the Kings. <laughs> so you're saying that De'Aaron Fox's dad was watching ESPN in his fucking house <laughs> and realized that that dude sucked so bad that he <laughs> fucking jumped in on this Twitter thread and fucking confirmed it. Mm-hmm. That, that is exactly what I'm saying. I love that, homie. <laughs> so, like, team chemistry is at an all-time low for the Kings. Like, uh, imagine going into that locker room and being, and all these vets are probably looking at you as like a third-year player, and they're like, "Yo, why is your dad saying that we should trade you?" <laughs> and then you got Darren Fox being like, "Yeah, my dad thinks we should trade you too." <laughs> Lavar Ball is like inspiring dads around the NBA right now. <laughs> I can just imagine more. <laughs> And Bagley, like, what? Yeah, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, my, my dad, dad said, What? What? <laughs> dude. dude, like, yeah, I <laughs> so, um, LeVar Ball is a very influential person, apparently, to all dads out there, yeah. um, including oh. myself, because my daughter is better than anyone else's daughter. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, that shit's hilarious. I don't think he had the stature or the current stats or game to back it up. Like, Marvin Bagley, he's been declining. I mean, the Kings really fucked up. The the Kings fucked up drafting in the first place. I mean, you have Trey and Luca ahead of him um, that they could have gotten. Um, But... (laughs) Yeah, dude, dad saying that, that's that's DNP the rest of the year for sure. <laughs> Yo, man. What are you fucking, oh man, that's just so weird to me that dad, like, if you have a kid that joins the NBA, do you then kind of like, as a dad, be like, I'm going to fucking start a Twitter account, dude, and I'm going to fucking <laughs> roll my life out as this dude's dad and just like yeah. hardcore go for that? Well, I think like him, I think his dad's like a basketball coach or like he's like similar to LeVar where he has a bunch of kids that play basketball. Because like I think Marvin Bagley's younger brother, who's supposedly better than him, like plays for like Arizona State. And I think they have like a bunch of kids that play basketball. So it's like it's basically LeVar Ball without the like reality television show. <laughs> Dude, have you guys seen this fucking uh, the Newman show or the Julian Newman one? Like any clips uh, of it or anything? 
I, I've yeah, seen I like, like previews of it. I'm just like, come on, who cares, who dude? Cares, dude, dude, for real. I like hate watch those preview clips on like Instagram. Like whenever I see him pop up, <laughs> I fucking hate watch him. Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this just to get myself like riled up and pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it works, man. Definitely works. Dude, and, like, I, I don't like him, dude. He's too cocky. He's he so cocky. Have the skills to prove it, dude. Look, if you're as like short as me, you gotta be humble. Like you just gotta be humble. You've got no right to be like that. Okay, damn, uh, you think you he'll make it in the NBA, guys? No, he's not even getting <laughs> college offers. He's. In, I think he's. I think he should be playing in college right now, age wise. No offers. He he'll be lucky if he plays in Europe. Dude, he he took the uh, the G League route. He took just the G like, League route. Yeah, just like in two K, dude. Damn, like, I'm taking my talents to the Mad Ant. There's no way he got that like two hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract though. He's like he's he's getting like base level. He's lucky to even get like an extra shooting sleeve, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they just like fucking snap it into his face. Here you go, <laughs> yo. <laughs> One per season, your per DM. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, you gotta watch that, man. You gotta take care of it. If it's if it's torn, you can't use it. Sorry, you're not getting another one. Love it. Yeah, I, I love to hate it. Because <laughs> so we got our next segment here, right? We got uh, Tyler. You've come up with yep. this one for the day. What do you yep. got for us, man? So I'm a, I I'm very curious <clears throat> to hear your opinions on this. Uh, so I picked four teams that have surprisingly really good records and for employ a little game i'm uh naming contender or pretender all right so we need a, we need a theme song for that uh yeah something, uh, hum something hey, really cool. contender or pretender <laughs> something like that it will workshop Perfect. it yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll get the producers on it we'll get the team team writing the jingle fucking larry <laughs> larry get to it man write that song come on brother uh okay let me let me pull up the records uh real quick so that way it's it's fully accurate uh okay all right so we're gonna start with the atlanta hawks they are four and three as of today they lost to the knicks but going into today they were um four and two uh they looked pretty good they've had some additions to the team with like uh, Rondo, uh, who else? Bogdanovich, I think Gallinari, but Gallinari's yeah, not yeah. playing. Either way, really hot start going into the first you know couple weeks of the uh, season. Greg, are are they a contender or a pretender? Well, I think it depends on what we're qualifying for a contender. Are we talking about for the chip, or are we talking about for making the playoffs? <laughs> let's 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 say upper half of the eastern conference upper half of the eastern i'm gonna put them in a contender man i i think that they kind of got it dude i think that they're deep enough you know with gallinari being hurt i think that's gonna really fucking hurt shout out red velvet my new favorite nickname of any player in the fucking (laughs) nba so shout out that motherfucker (laughs) but i think that they are a pretty deep team and with rondo on them like with that veteran leadership i think i think they can do it man i don't think last year and I, i also don't know if they really got enough to i think they can do it this year i think they'll pull it off man <laughs> but yeah they're, they're, they're just a deep team all right dubbing them a contender 
Ralph, what's your take on it? I agree, man. Um, I wouldn't say top half, but they'll they'll be in the running. Um, I don't know. Craig covered all of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I think Rondo being there, that veteran uh, presence, um, the guidance that Trey really needs is there. Because um, they have raw talent, but just need to, you know, fine-tune it. Um, and you need vets for that. For the past couple of years, they didn't really have anyone that had like a, a vet, veteran voice or leader at that end. So... Um, Gallinari, he's been around for a very long time, been mm-hmm. on losing teams, um, <laughs> but he's been around, so he has that experience. So, um, he can definitely help, uh, the bigs not develop a shot, but develop more of an IQ. Um, cause Gallinari is not the, the most athletic person out there, but he gets his points in a very crafty way. So. Um, I think them adding those uh, off-season additions would definitely help them propel. Because, you know, like even last year, they were kind of knocking on the eight seed. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll take it. Contender. <laughs> oh, All sorry. Right. Yeah, so, sorry. Greg just uh, signed that uh, he was saying no. Well, as a Magic fan, man. they were like fucking <laughs> 10 or so, dude. They were fucking out there. But I'm with you, man. <laughs> I agree with everything you said. <laughs> Tyler, what you got, man? Um, okay, I think they're a playoff team for sure. I think you could lock them in eight, seven, or six, but I don't think they're going to get above five. I, I think, I think towards the end of the year, I think you know your uh, Philly, who actually looks like the best team in the in the they league great, right now. Dude. They look fucking awesome, <laughs> they've, man. They've got the best record. It's pretty wild. Uh, I, I think Philly. I think Boston's going to come through. Uh, you know what? Maybe Jason Tatum is an MVP uh, in the conversation. He hit 40 points today. I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, you got your Philly, you got your Bucks, you've got, uh, you know, Boston, I, I, you know, Brooklyn, if everybody gets healthy uh, and COVID free. I think those teams will outshine at the end of the season. They've got veteran players, they're really solid teams. I don't think Atlanta has that yet. I think in a year or two, we could be talking about them at the top, but Trey Young has taken another step forward, I think, and they look really good with the additions, but I don't think they're top half of the East yet. So for the sake of this, I'm going to label them pretenders, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think they've gotten off to a really, really good start. And um, I could be eating my words at the end of the year because uh, they look really good, but I, I just <laughs> longevity of the season. I don't think they're going to be that high. It's better so. than a smoothie or a soup, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, next next one. I'll start with you this time, Ralph. Is the uh, New Orleans Pelicans uh, going in? Going into today, they were four and two. They lost uh, in a nail biter, I think, to Indiana. Uh, so now they're four and three, but much better start than they had last year as well. Zion's healthy. Um, they're they're looking pretty good. Uh, what's your take? Are they a contender or a pretender? Same thing. Upper half of the Western Conference. Upper half. Pretender. Um, they have a very strong team. Don't get me wrong. They're going to be in the playoffs. Um, Brandon Brandon Ingram is coming together, shaping up to be like you know 
a good all-star, um, a superstar for them, really. Um, Zion's there, too, um, with the addition of Steven Adams, J.J. Redick, Redick um, and Bledsoe being him. Um, they just – West is too strong, man. You know, we have the Lakers, Clippers. Um, who else? Nuggets. Nuggets. Um, even – Portland Jazz. I mean, I, I would put Jazz in the top four, but yeah, the Pelicans is definitely just uh, not yet. Um, they're pretending. Stop <laughs> pretending. Your babies. Oh, Your yeah. yeah, baby. <laughs> Goddamn babies, man. Great. What you got? Same thing, man. They're pretenders, dude. They're in the playoffs. I would say bottom half. They're actually very similar to Atlanta in that the sense that they both have one really young star that they're building their franchise around, and they're just trying to acquire as many pieces as possible. But they're still pretending, man. So that's where I'm at. Making the playoffs, not top half. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I'm with you there. They're pretending. They're not making the top half. I think it's it's the same kind of thing. They're a bunch of young guys. They don't have that many vets. I think their vets are what? Eric Bledsoe and JJ Reddick. Steven Adams. 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 Adams is a good one though for Zion. JJ Reddick's like, who's he gonna fucking teach? <laughs> <laughs> Lonzo, dude. Um yeah, fucking I guess Josh Bledsoe. Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Bledsoe's teaching uh Lonzo how to become a better point guard, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's improving, man. Their team's gonna be really sick, dude. They're gonna be a good. No, team. Yeah, I think they'll have a good team. I think they fall, you know, seven or, or, or six in the West. I think they'll make the playoffs this year. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're pretenders. Bunch of babies. Motherfucking babies, dude. Bunch of babies. <laughs> Bunch of babies. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's ship it back out to the East. This this is going to be a fun one. I'm curious what you all think. The, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they have a hot start. They're four and three. Their backcourt's looking good. Larry Nance is balling out. Uh, Starting with you, you, dog. You're rolling with it. You keep it going. <laughs> I, I think they make the playoffs this year. I think they look good. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I don't think they make the, the top half, but I'm going to consider them a contender to make the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think that, like, Colin Sexton and Darius Garland have taken a step forward and they've kind of got like a Damon CJ style small backcourt going. I think they're both hitting some big shots. I think having that veteran like leadership and like uh, Drummond, like someone who's a solid defensive player, uh, good big, he can do the pick and roll. That's about all he can really do. But for players like, you know, Sexton and Garland, that's super important. Kevin Love is still valuable in areas. Larry Nance is a great dude coming off the bench. They got like Kevin Porter Jr., who's a good young player if he ever comes back from whatever he's dealing with. And Isaac Okoro looks great for a rookie. Yeah, they got awesome. a, They got a lot of solid pieces, and I really think that like they could steal that eight seed if they keep playing like they've played. I think they've gotten some some solid wins. Uh and it's only going to build their confidence. So, yeah, I, I could see them making the playoffs. Ralph, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I can. I can see him. I can see him making the playoffs. Um, you covered it. Um, Sexland, uh, that backcourt is fucking <laughs> oh, amazing, yeah. dude. They're, they're great. Um, they're young. They're fucking juicy. They're sexy. They're sexland. <laughs> Shut the 
fuck up, dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so fucking sexy. Um, <laughs> Andre uh, Drummond, um, he's been balling out. Larry Nance, Kevin Love, we he's been a quiet guy so far. Um, but I feel like he's gonna get rolling whenever. Um, he's hurt though, he's right? Is he been yeah. hurt for a while? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's been hurt. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they'll make it. Um, eight seed or a playing tournament, um, knocking out the magic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Greg. No. Um, but yeah, uh, there. What, what's the other one? Contender. <laughs> I've been oh, saying yeah, pretender, <laughs> pretenders. I'm just like, mm, yeah, go with that. Oh yeah, <laughs> Greg, what you got? Well, guys, they just played the Magic about two hours ago, and the next game on the schedule is the Magic again, and the Magic beat the fuck out of them dude they beat them by like 25 they were up by one at halftime and i'm not even trying to talk shit dude but like specifically cole anthers and cole anthony on the magic he owned colin sexton man like up and down the court like defensive stops left and right like it was pretty cool to see man like totally fucking played the shit out of sexton man but i'm going with big time pretender dude like after watching that game unless something clicks for him dude they got stuck on offense so many times they were relying on their guards to make shots they had too many big people out there the ball fucking wasn't moving anywhere um and yeah orlando's playing them on wednesday so i'm interested to see how that game goes like if it's maybe just a bad matchup or something but it it was i don't know 25 it doesn't sound like a lot but they kind of fucking were one or two steps above Cleveland, man. So I'm going to go with Pretender for sure for this one. All right. Okay. I hear you. I feel it. Uh, last team here, uh, the Phoenix Suns. One of the best starts I've seen in a while from them. Kind of keeping keeping it going from the bubble. Uh, Ralph, what do you think? Are they a contender for the top in the West? Not the top. I already covered it. Um the the Suns they look good, but are they gonna keep looking good? Um, that's the real question, you know. Uh, th- that's all I have to say. I mean, they just <laughs> added a few. Uh, yeah. You know, you got CP3 there now. Um, is he Jay Crowder? Really, Jay Crowder. Um, is that enough though? Yeah, I don't fucking. Think so. Aiden- I mean. Booker Bridges, they got some people, man. But, but yeah, they they've been there though, you know. Yeah. So, um, you can always run with the same people, but you know, you're not gonna expect to get better results because um, everyone around you is getting better. So, mm-hmm. them adding those two, um, I'm sure they added a few more. I don't pay attention to Suns that much. Um, they'll be in the bottom half for sure, probably playing Golden State for the playing tournament. You think Damn. it'll be Gold State playing? You in think the play for the play-in for them, both them? No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying that. <laughs> Damn, dude, I don't. Gold State's okay. gonna be one, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's Percy. go. That's the fucking optimism I love to hear here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be tied with uh, Portland. Yup. They're, they're actually just, they're just gonna play each other in the finals. They're just gonna forget about the East. For the first time ever, there are two number one teams coming out of the Western Conference. <laughs> so it's gonna be uh, the first seed, Portland and the Warriors, versus the eighth seed. <laughs> it's a That'd be sick, dude. I'm in. <laughs> Yo, imagine a backcourt of of Dame and Steph, though. Dude, game over, dude. Like, That'd be yeah. so sick, dude. Even if CJ was there, oh, dude. Game over. Who are you gonna guard? Pick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
you and you have to pick up somebody from half court too. CJ, like I, you're, CJ. You, <laughs> all, all three of them you have to pick up from half yep. court, dude. Yep. Damn, that's wild. Yeah, I would love sucks, to see that. that. That would suck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, pretender. Great. So uh, we got pretender. Pretender for you. I'm gonna go with five or six seed for them and i think the warriors same boat there man so i don't think either of y'all are gonna be in the plan uh but i gotta say for the championship they're a pretender man they're really close but i don't know i want them to do better but we'll see how the season goes i'm going with pretender right now okay i'm gonna say contender i think they look good i think they could be a top four seed for sure uh i think you know chris paul has obviously proven that he can take like a, a less team further what he did with OKC and you totally. line you line up a floor general like that with one of the best shooters in the league right now and Devin Booker and somebody like uh DeAndre Ayton like that's a real solid squad and it it shows that you know they can hang with some of the best teams and they can play I, I think they've got a lot of confidence and they're playing with a chip on the shoulder as well I, I think they're feeling the loss a little bit of of Kelly Oubre and uh and some other people but like their bench is pretty solid i think they're a great team i'll be interested when they get into some of the the heavier matches like in the western conference they didn't look bad against the clippers last night uh they lost but they they looked good and they hung around it was a pretty close game they beat denver Uh, i think i think if they can continue to win these games or like be really close with some of these like bigger teams like the la teams I, I, you got to put them in the top four, I think. Okay. All right, man. I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the magic of this podcast, baby. There's just too many people in the West, man, for the top four. Like, who? Okay. So, Lakers, Clippers, that's right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nuggets. nuggets. Are you putting Nuggets above them? Are you yep. saying Suns I, next? You think fucking, I, we're your Trailblazers, dog? Number one. Right there. Duh. So, number one, Trailblazers, <laughs> time, Lakers, time Clippers, up. Suns. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, I say I think so. I don't think the Damn, Nuggets are going to be in the top four. They've looked; they have not looked that great this year. So you're saying they, Suns better than Nuggets? All right, I like it. Yes, I, I am saying Suns are better than Nuggets. I love hey guys, the Joker. Want to put a bet on it? Ooh, yeah. I will yeah, take we that fucking bet. Dude. Yeah, let's let me, let's do it. Let Suns. me notarize this shit. Give okay, me a second. I'll, I'll fucking do that. Nuggets the, over the, Suns in the fucking standings that we're doing. Yep, yep. I'm saying Suns. I think Yo, Nuggets done. <laughs> I, I think the, uh, the no issue way. is that they're gonna lose Michael Porter Jr. all year because he's an anti-masker. Ooh, fuck, dude! Yeah, actually, right there, man. But they still he's, got a fucking team, man. I think I'm winning this one. Uh, Little that, Caesars I, Pizza. What do you want to fucking put on it? Yeah, let's do it. Little, C- Little let's Caesars. Let's do it. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> wait, wait. So, Greg, if you get if the Nuggets is higher than the Suns, you win. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's me. Then. Obviously, the opposite, Tyler. Yep. All right. It's signed right here. Yep. The official no, notary. No, I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> Locking it in. Let That'll be $5.62. Thanks. <laughs> I think the Nuggets just lost too many people. I think they lost a lot. They're one in four. I'm sticking by them, man. If, I, if it blows up my face, that's fair. But they got too many good plays to work with, man. I'm not even sweating this shit right now. <laughs> you know what happened to the Nuggets last year, dude? They were down one and three. Just saying. Yeah, Just saying. and it it they I were got your down. Back, Greg, I got your back. I got your back. <laughs> they were down one and three this year so far, and then they lost. 
<laughs> shit, dude. You motherfucker. Dude, you know who's been doing really bad this year so far is the Raptors, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. right now, dude. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sorry. I, it's sorry. I do like the Raptors, man. I love Kyle Lowry. They're cool, man. They're a fun team. They got my, my boy, Chris Boucher, who I fucking ran into at the liquor store after he won the championship. No way. Yeah, because he played at U of O. So they were uh, they were back in I guess he was back in the summer. I think it was the like uh, summer football game or whatever, or the spring game. I don't fucking know. But I was like, we, like we were checking out, and I look at, over and like, oh dude, that guy's fucking tall. Like, and then I look again, I'm like, oh shit, that's Chris Boucher, and he's like walking out with like a box full of liquor. It was it was cool. That's it was tight, crazy. man. That's tight. NBA champion. Two-time NBA champion Chris Boucher <laughs> shops at the same liquor store as me. Damn, dude, that's, that's <laughs> what a world, man. baby! What a world! Downtown liquor. <laughs> Shout out downtown liquor. Of course. It's Shout good out enough to for... liquor in general. <laughs> Yo, uh, it's good enough for a, a, a two-time NBA champion. So, let's go. But yeah, they they are they are doo doo. <laughs> Raptors are doo doo this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it because it's, you know, it's one more spot. The magic could jump up in the ranks, but yeah, dude, I don't know. That sucks. <laughs> it's only They're missing Jurassic park. I think that's the issue. Yeah, dude. They're all the fucking universal or bush gardens chilling <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're against the odds, dude. They're playing in Tampa. I mean, Fair. I feel bad for them. You know, they, yeah. they had the, the altitude and, also, the weather when people arrive in, you know, Canada, but now, you know, they're in sweaty, COVID-infested Florida. So, oh, actually, and, like, they're, they have to, like, stay in a hotel, too, I imagine. Like, I mm-hmm. doubt they all got oh, apartments shit, and shit. Dude. Like, that oh. might explain, like, the, oh, shit. That sucks. the, the, the record, because they don't have a chance to get comfortable. They're either staying in a hotel on the road or that they're staying in a fucking hotel in tampa that is such a bummer yeah and just imagine being so you you think first uh you think they all stay in the same hotel probably right probably logistic wise it'll be easier to get everyone i think they'd they'd have to too for like the covid protocols and stuff so so that means that that specific hotel is booked for the nba season for just the raptors right oh probably yeah shout out to that hotel shout out to that hotel now imagine this you're working inside of that hotel every day just working and seeing all these nba players how would you feel i'd be like would you would you be like hey man tough game sorry about that we'll get him next time like, would you jump ship from, let's say your team was the Heat? Would you jump ship to the Raptors just because Fuck you, know, no, you dude, see I'd them be working the front desk, just rocking an Orlando Magic hat. <laughs> just so... I, I, I would remind them every day, Blazers 2021 champs. Hell yes, dude. Uh, but that would be very sick, though. That would be super fun. And also, I don't know if it'd be you probably get some stories that wouldn't make you like those players anymore or some shit. Like if you were working buffet and they were just an asshole to you or something, you know, you're like, fuck that dude, man. Like fuck Kyle Lowry, man. He was fucking didn't respect my cooking or some shit. Dude. <laughs> Kyle Lowry seems nice, like, though. yeah, he seems like the <laughs> nicest guy. Totally. 
I love him. <laughs> I love that picture of him in the in the uh, bubble after who was it? Like OG hit that game winning shot and he's like hugging him and it has like the most genuine smile I've ever seen. I'm like, what a cutie! Like, how could you not? How could you not just love him? Hell yeah, man! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're they're doo doo. They're so bad this year it's and it sucks because I, li- I like the Raptors man. like I liked them when I was younger because they had a dinosaur on their jersey and I yeah, thought I that was I thought that was so fucking cool and yeah, then cool. they've always had this like underdog story and like it, I loved watching them with like DeRozan in the playoffs and like it sucked to lose him but it was sorry to you Ralph but it was cool to see Toronto win the championship like Very a team cool. that's never done it do it. it it's always fun i felt the same thing when like the first time the warriors beat the the Cavs. Like, mm-hmm. i was like this is sick the coolest thing i've ever seen like mm-hmm. way to go uh they just i don't know it's a bummer i feel like they're a good team to be good and it sucks to see them suck sucks to suck <laughs> mm-hmm. it does suck to suck so uh nick nurse um hit us up if you want to you know do a split or something didn't we call Nick Nurse like a lizard person last episode? And now we're no. going. <laughs> that was uh, who was it? I think I did. It? I think I called his ass a lizard person. <laughs> Nick Nurse? No, it, it was someone else. Um, who did we talk? Who did we talk about? Hey, chime off what? in the comments below if you guys know who the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> we Let's do a split with know, them, dude. dude. I think well, I'm good. I think it's fine. Let's do the split with Nick Nurse. I love it, dude. I, I would I would love to do a split with him, dude. He can play his telecaster all over that record for sure hell yeah <laughs> Fuck yes, man. oh man uh okay i got another question so is john is john wall better than westbrook they've got the they've got the better record john wall's been balling out on a team with a winning record westbrook yes. has been westbrook's been putting up his westbrook numbers on the wizards and they've have been awful and their first game they won without Westbrook. Uh, Ralph, I see you nodding. You think you, you think John Wall is better than Westbrook? Right now, yeah, dude. I mean, hmm. it's kind of sus that the Wizards won without Westbrook. Um, <laughs> and it's been like that with OKC, too, when he was hurt with a foot injury. Um, they would win games without him. Um, I think Westbrook needs to realize that it's not his team and need to take it easy um, and let Bradley Beal be him because uh, it ain't it, fam. Um, I think John Wall is playing within his limits, so he's a little bit more cautious and being more of uh, relying with on his other teammates. Um, so, yeah, I think in basketball, team basketball aspect, yeah, John Wall is better. But if they put him one-on-one, Westbrook's probably going to destroy him. But yeah, you know what? The game of basketball is played with uh, four other guys. So uh, there you go. Oh, Team yeah. ball. <laughs> Tyler, what you got, man? Um, I think West, I think John Wall has better basketball IQ, and I think he has a better team. Uh, like Ralph said, 1v1 one, one one, Westbrook is way better. Uh, but I don't think Westbrook's in the right system with a team of people that are as good as like Houston has. Uh, so I don't know. It, it's hard to compare, but I think, you know, if you're looking, if you're doing the eye test right now, John Wall is better. Also Kentucky guy. So I gotta, I gotta go with him. 
Hell yeah. Well, I definitely go the opposite, man. I think Westbrook's a better player, man. I think he's just getting over his like his ego hurdle. I think this whole year he needs to play with a star. And I think that Harden was a really per- good person for him to play alongside with, but it didn't seem like it was lining up. But yeah, if he can just be a fucking person who puts up a triple double and is like a, an amazing second player on a team, I think he's going to do really good, man. But I just don't think he's that first star, man. But overall, I think I got to give it to Westbrook, man. That dude is solid, man. His athleticism, too, is it's fucking good, man. He's quick. I think his skills don't translate to wins, though. You know, like he's going to, he like, yeah, he can, he's fast. He can dunk on you. He can shoot the mid range. But like, it, it, he doesn't do enough to elevate the team. But what if you, you know paired him I mean? with like Trey Young or like a Devin Booker, like someone who's like a stand-up shooter, like like someone like that, and let them take the the lead? I think that'd be a fucking two-man game. That's that's so <laughs> sick, man. Like he's a great second player. Is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, as for that, like if you pair um, Westbrook up with another ball dominant like uh, guard, I don't think it'll work. Um, it. it you know, they tried it with the Rockets. Um, but when Westbrook was in OKC and he was by himself with Steven Adams, um, they they were a good duo because mm-hmm. Westbrook would just attack the rim and then, you know, an outlet pass or just like a drop-off to Steven Williams. Like, he's a guard that makes bigs better. Um, so, yeah, yeah um, if you pair him up with another uh, superstar, you know, guard – I don't think he's going to be as effective. Um, what do you think it dropped him on the Jazz with like Gobert? That'd be fucking tight. Uh, yeah, that would probably just, be. He, yeah. I think that'd be he good. Would, yeah, he he would have to be like a, a bench player though, because they have Mitchell in that spot um, and, and Conley. And th- I mean, whatever Jazz is doing right now, they're doing great. So mm-hmm. I would just, I don't know, dude. I I would not put Westbrook in that situation. Well, you I'm know, just spitballing. And- great though. Yeah. Mad ants. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. See, I'm just trying to find a team that would work great for him, you know, like a dream scenario for a player like Westbrook. Cause how can you be that good of a basketball player and not have a system that works for you? Cause I agree, dude. Like I think that he's, his stats don't translate to wins, but just in a fucking perfect world, hypothetical in his Westbrook life, what team could he be dropped on? That would, that you guys think would translate, you know, like what would, what would he need around him to bring him to that next level? Hmm. He would be good on on Philly, I think. If you made him the starting point guard, like say Ben Simmons wasn't there, right? So you put you put him as the starting guy. He's he's the dude with someone like Joel Embiid who can operate in that pick and roll really well. He can also do that like pick and fade because Embiid can hit that open three no problem. And then you got dudes like Tobias Harris. You got dudes like uh, like Seth Curry, Danny Green, just a bunch of spot up shooters. Like that would be an ideal situation for for Westbrook because he can drive and kick it out, or he can drive and throw it to the rolling big, or he can dunk on whoever he wants to. I think like a team like Philadelphia without Ben Simmons would be the team for him. I can totally see that. Ralph, you have any thoughts on that one? Just a quick question. I don't. Just a thought, yeah, dude, man. Like, uh, I'll drop him on in Detroit. Um, him and Blake Griffin will probably work pretty well together. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay, that'd be pretty sick, actually. Yeah, that'd be dude. crazy athletic. It'd be fun to see. <laughs> that'd be so D- fun, D-Rose, dude. D-Rose would definitely take the step back. Um, 
as a six man. And the cool thing about that is D Rose would actually do it. Um, he's for it. Um, mm-hmm. Back then he probably wouldn't have happened, you know, um, <clears throat> but he's coming around as a good role player, which uh, he kind of revitalized his career doing yeah. that. So um, yeah. they should just trade him a uh, three team trade. He can go to Golden State, D Rose, Golden State, Westbrook, um, uh, Pistons, and then uh, Wizards get, you know, a fax machine or something. I don't know. <laughs> fax <laughs> machine. Right. There we go, man. Got the trade. <laughs> yeah, I think let, it works. let me put it in the trade machine. Give me a sec. <laughs> Hell yeah. Right, it, it works. <laughs> That's a state of the art fax machine. It's, yeah. it's worth at least 40 million. It's wild. <laughs> I'm a big Westbrook fan, man. I just hope he line. I, I think it's an ego thing personally. And I think just once he gets over that last hurdle of not being the star player and fully committing to being a role player and like even in Washington, they're ki- kind of giving him that, that two way deal, you know, where it's like Beal and you are the star, you know, that's kind of what they did with Harden. But I think once he kind of steps back from that spotlight, he's going to be such an asset to whatever team he goes on, man, that dude is too solid all around. I think teams need to stop doing that. Like, like it could be your team too. Totally, dude. Uh, just like know. set the pace. Like, you know, when so, uh, another star is coming in, like, this is his team. Fall in line behind that guy. You know, like yep. set the precedent that you know yep. you're not going to be the franchise guy. So there's no ego battle. I mean, I feel like I'll be a good, great GM, great owner. <laughs> Let's go. I just need the money. Let's yeah. go, dude. Fuck yes. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what they did, like, in Milwaukee, right? Like, Jabari Parker was, like, the up-and-coming guy, but then Giannis had the better trajectory. So they were like, either you get in line or we're shipping you out of here. We're not extending you. Uh, and he's out of there. And now it's Giannis. You're out of here. You're out of here. <laughs> I, I would say I think Westbrook would be good with Giannis, too. Ooh. Like, that would be crazy. Westbrook can pass the ball so well. Sick, and, Ooh, like, with Middleton, too, just spotting yeah, up. Oh, and man. then Drew, Drew at the two. Like, Drew at the two, baby. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Drew two. Pretty, pretty, that'd be a pretty solid team. Uh, it would be really fun to watch, too. Hell but yeah. I, I don't know. I, I like Westbrook, but I think. His style of play is very, very particular, and you need the perfect group of people around him, like egos and skill sets, that it's really hard to put all of that together and have it like work money-wise and also be successful. I don't think Westbrook ever gets a ring. I think he'll continue to be in the, like, he'll be an all-star for a while and fade out eventually, but... I think with his skill set and what he likes to do on the court, like unless he falls into a perfect situation, I think what he did with OKC is probably going to be the peak of his career. And I got no arguments there, man. R.I.P. Westbrook's career. Nope. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> All right. So what else we got, guys? Hey, hey we- let, let me bring this up. Uh, New York City uh, Knicks. They're doing really Oof. well. Okay. Yep. Doing All right. Great. You know, MIP, uh, Greg, you said RJ Barrett, looking like it. Looking it is like looking it. Love it. Love Coach it. of the year. What, what did they say about Coach of the year? Tibbs. Tibbs. Looking Tibbs. like it. Fuck so, yes, dog. Uh, David and Cole, uh, can- fuck you. For the second <laughs> time. One thing, one thing I will say, I think uh, Julius Randle 
might have the edge for most improved player over RJ Barrett. I think he's I got see that. Yeah, he's got more points per game. He's been in the league longer, and he's finally playing to his contract. Because uh, what this is RJ Barrett's second year. I would if I had to pick a New York Nick to get most improved player at the end of the year if they all continue playing the way that they play. I'm giving it to Randall over RJ Barrett. But oh, RJ yeah. Barrett could definitely his name should be in the mix. He's he's balling out. He's taking he's taking that step in that second year, which is awesome to see. But Julius Randall, what the fuck? Like Dude, he's it, killing it, it, man. It's wild that they're getting most of their points in the paint. Like they're mm-hmm. playing old school basketball and yeah, prevailing, man. dude. They were the last game they played against the Pacers. They were uh, there were thirty plus in points in the paint, dude. That's it's insane. Nuts. That's a huge margin, um, especially in the era of the three ball. Like, yeah, dude. And they were plus nineteen on rebounds. Like, yeah, of course you're gonna win more possessions. Um, yep. So yeah, I think Tibbs is turning it around. Coach of the Hell year, yeah. baby. It's gonna Let's... be Blazers versus Knicks finals. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Yeah, I, I, got, I gotta back my tips. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing great, man. I'm a, I'm a fan from a distance of the Knicks, man. I did text uh, David Z this fucking meme that I saw. Uh, it's uh, a banner that says 1972-73 New York Knicks World Champions, and right next to it, 2020-2021 Julius Randle triple double (laughs) (laughs) yo hang the banner play the music let's go let's go new york knicks (laughs) i I think they're doing well because uh spike lee's not in the stands dude oh come on don't do spike lee like that (laughs) i'm sorry man i know he's an icon but fuck dude he's not helping the knicks i'm gonna say it's because dolan isn't sitting courtside oh he's not fucking courtside playing his fucking music yeah see that's why they're so they're usually so bad because they are are uh (laughs) distracted by the beautiful music from james dolan god damn you can't get physical on the pain with that type of music jd in the slingshot nope come on, <laughs> come on man uh, they're, they're looking great just wanted to bring out some love uh, yeah. next level love over it. there dude Give, love the positivity love, love it shout out nicks i always say it and i'll continue to say it like it is such a good thing for the nba when the knicks are good i think it's such like it's a hub for basketball. It's kind of weird and, though, right? <laughs> yeah, it is weird to see them good. <laughs> but but they, you know, it's better when they're good. You know, the when the garden's rocking, it's awesome and like I don't know. I want to I want to see them compete. I like the Knicks. I like hating on the Knicks for their awful choices, but I also like to see them do well. What if the uh, Dolan is just like big universe like brain? like the whole time and just like getting all the players he needed to do a dynasty. Fuck dude. That would be sick. That would be sick. (laughs) Um, So I have another question. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any questions. Uh, I see Greg is not here, Um, (laughs) but he'll be back. Uh, So Greg Popovich got ejected a few games ago and Becky Hammond took over despite the loss, I think it was great that Becky Hammond uh, coached her official NBA game. Um, mm-hmm. It's not against her stats or anything, but you think when Pop is ready to retire, he'll just hand the reins to Becky? I think so. I th- She's been an assistant for a while. She knows the system. She's a great coach. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it seems like they're setting the stage for Becky Hammond to take over the Spurs, which I'm I'm for it. I think that would be awesome. I mean, oh, there's Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, hey. Let, let me uh, read back the question that I asked. Uh, so Greg Popovich <laughs> uh, got ejected a few games back and Becky Hammond uh, took the reins over. Um, you think when Popovich is ready to hang it up, Becky is going to take over? as the head coach of the Spurs? I hope so, man. I super hope so. I, I don't know too much about the inner workings there, but isn't there someone else who's in line for the job or something? I Is have there... no clue, dude. I, 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 I mean... think so. I do think so, but I kind of remember hearing somewhere that there was like some, or someone else stepped, stepped in and coached a game when he was out in the preseason was... or something. Tim Duncan did that last year. It, when yeah. he, they, he came back and did a year as an assistant coach and mm-hmm. everybody thought that, okay, like this makes sense. Like totally pop is going to retire and then Tim Duncan's going to take over. But then Tim Duncan did not coach this year. Didn't want any part of it again, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I mean like the Spurs, they're such like a system and they always work as a system. And I think like, instead of doing this large coaching, like search when pop retires, they're going to hire from within. That fucking rocks, dude. I, I fucking hope so, so bad. That's man. that's my guess, and I think they're setting the stage for for Becky. And that I think fucking rules, dude. <laughs> it, it would be really cool. She's a good coach, so fuck it, go for it. Big fan of it. Yeah, I me want too. her to be. I want her to be the coach. Maybe she'll improve upon you know uh, Popovich's uh, system, um, which I hope so. I mean, Pop is very. I feel like he's had the the same system for 18 years yeah and it's been successful (laughs) it's been successful don't get me wrong but at times like this you know you don't have tim duncan uh tony parker or ginobili like Mm -hmm. Kawhi. you you don't have any of those guys so i mean with the warriors steve kerr he's changing it up um so i think if I, i hope becky hammond does get in the the front seat there and uh coach the spurs differently just a little bit just improve not totally change the system but improve yeah yeah i agree i like the style that the spurs play but i I do agree i think it needs to be modernized a little bit well that's what i had man fuck yeah man love it (laughs) sweet uh okay one more one more thing we should talk about and then we can uh talk about our guests in the next couple weeks uh we should update our rookie of the year race here okay all right i uh Roth, you're gonna like this. I think Wiseman, clear front runner. He's he's playing like he's been in the league. Yeah. It's been what a double double almost every time he's played so mm-hmm. far. It's nuts to see a rookie come in who only played like three games in college as well. Like this is like some two K shit, actually. Yep. Like, like you play three preseason games and now you're a starter. Like and you're fucking balling out the whole time. Like he got he went he got some VC didn't spend it on tattoos put yeah. it all into his stats, dude. And fucking Hendrix Cobb got fucking traded. Yup. Uh, Wiseman is is the main character in 2K. <laughs> Lamelo Ball, Hendrix Cobb. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, what are you? I already know. I can guess Ralph's thoughts on this, but uh, who, who, do you 
do you stand with your rookie of the year or do you do you feel like well, you need to update it my rookie of the year was james fucking high wiseman man so i'm oh, that's standing right. with that shit dude there you but cole go. anthony is killing it man so he, backup number two it. he's doing good but i'm standing with james wiseman he's he's so good I ralph think, do, do, I you wanna, do you want to do you want to gush about him a little bit yeah, dude, he fucking rocks, dude. He <laughs> learned the system really quick. He's still getting flyby coaching from Steve Kerr and Draymond, but he implements it like the next play, which is amazing, um, especially for someone that young. Um, he's only 19, right? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what, damn, what, what were dude. you doing when you're fucking 19? You know, you're not playing <laughs> with the Golden State Warriors, you're not playing with Steph Curry, man. Yeah, dude, I think he's going to take it. Um, he He's great. He hasn't had a – I mean, he's had pedestrian games, um, but he's also <laughs> Pedestrian not. games? Is, yeah, is that a term like for when like, yes, an, an average dude just plays a basketball game? Yes, yep. sir. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that shit before. <laughs> oh, that's funny as fuck. I've heard like when someone's just like jogging for 42 minutes when they get like zeros on their stats li- stat line. <laughs> but that shit's funny. It's just like out there for a 42-minute jog or like a 20-minute jog. <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh, uh, Wiseman definitely brought the presence that the Warrior was uh, missing. And uh, I feel like a lot of people wanted him. Like, I know Dub Nation, that's our fan base, um, wanted him in the first place because we did need a big. And he's mm-hmm. delivering with all the rebounds he's getting, all the putbacks, all the, the lobs, the ver- vertical spacing that he's adding. He's great. Like you said, he looks like he's been there for years, um, which is uh, very spicy to me. So he, he's going to take it. Love it. One- one thing I got to shout him out for is like, he's fast. Like oh, I, I was, I was watching him on a fast break last night and like seeing cancer run who like Cantor's slow, but he's not like the slowest big in the league, but then watching like Wiseman, like slash like, Holy fuck. Like how is this dude almost seven foot and like a traditional big and like moving like that. And I think he's only going to get, faster more athletic as he's in the league especially in a system like golden state so it was wild to see how quick he is so shout out wiseman man yeah dude he he has kevin durant's game right now um so the the game wrapping up we have a minute and 11 seconds uh warriors versus kings warriors is 131 kings is 98 um and we'll talk about our boy wiseman here um 17 he played 17 minutes 10 points and five rebounds. Um, awesome, man. To his credit, dude, there's a bunch of people in the, the Warriors. What's, that, what's Steph uh, got so far? What, how many points? 30. Damn, good for him, man. 39 rebounds, eight assists. So a new Steph with nine double. rebounds? God damn, dude. That's dude, short, he's, he's low-key a great rebounder. Um, yeah. That's awesome. But he's, a, he's, he's a break starter. I mean, he, he grabs <laughs> a rebound. and like, Hall of Fame, baby. Hall of Fame. Yep. Um, he he knows the trajectory of where the ball is going, and I think that's a lot better than a big body for sure. Um, but yeah, he only played 17 minutes, James Wiseman, um, and he got 10 points. So for a rookie, dude, that's pretty spicy. Love that's it, solid, especially I think on that's like gonna a be my thing from now on, guys. That's spicy. <laughs> that's fucking spicy. You are <laughs> the it. official spicy boys, so I love yeah. it. Oh, well, yeah. heck yeah, well, guys. Fuck. 
so we got a couple guests coming up this week and next week that we're pretty excited about. Uh, we got my friend Brandon, aka Brax of the the Breakfast Boys Leisure League. He's a he's a rapper from from my town. Uh, he's super cool. He's into the Orlando Magic, and he's going to be on our uh, on our episode on Friday. So definitely check that out. Greg, you want to talk about Matt from Bong Mountain? Yeah, we got Matt from Bong Mountain coming on the week after. So I believe it's the January 15th episode. So it's the, the Friday after that coming out. But yeah, they're a fucking sick band. He's friends with Diego from Ramona who came on earlier. And uh, it was their first guest. Diego first guest, was. man. So we're making this moving, man. We're trying to have guests more frequently. And uh, their band rocks, dude. They're a fucking sick band. So I'm really excited to talk to this dude. And uh, yeah, meet some new folks from this. This is going to be fun. I don't know Brandon, but if he's a Magic fan, I'm... I'm a fan of him, dude. So hell yeah. Yeah, uh, he called you his new best friend on his Instagram post. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm ready. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So it'll probably be a a very uh, magic. It'll it'll be a a love song to the magic on Friday, most likely. So can't wait. Uh, dude. And I can't talk shit because I'm positive now. You know. Yep. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking great day that's gonna be! I know <laughs> you've been looking forward to this for weeks, hungry. Can't, can't wait, man. <laughs> Circled on your calendar. Yeah. Uh, well, if you, if anyone's listening who's interested in uh, being a guest on the pod, just hit us up at our email, secretjocks at gmail dot com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and maybe or, talk about having you on the pod. Or slide into our DMs or Twitter, yep. man. Like anywhere. Oh, yeah. We're always looking at that stuff, waiting for you guys to message us. So um, I just refresh the inbox. Yeah, over it's just and like over PlayStation over over for over us, over. dude. Like whoever gets that message first, whoever answers that first, you know, just like sold out like immediately. <laughs> like PlayStation, so right. Uh, bring up the PlayStation again. Hit us up if you got the plug. We need to get Greg one. Yeah, so we, can, so we can get the pro and team going. Dude, <laughs> r- running uh, 2K with just two guys playing with a random is not the same, man. We Dude. will. We we need we need our Greg Hughes back. Greg Hughes 94. <laughs> soon, baby. man. Hopefully soon. Not like this summer when I feel like the PS5 is gonna be in my possession. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wrapping up, Ralph, you got anything uh, you want to plug here? Yeah, dude. Um, I just got uh, a new amplifier. That red guy behind me right there. Um, it's a Hillbish design. Um, it's fucking sick. If you have the money to buy a Hillbish design amplifier, you should do it. You're not going to regret it. Um, I got mine a good deal from Reverb. So I'm shouting out Reverb and <laughs> Hillfish Designs. And oh, also, yeah. check me on Instagram, uh, the official Spicy Boy. This is the first time I plugged myself. So, Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Greg, what, what you got for us this week? I'm going to shout out my friend Justin, man. He started a hot sauce company down in Orlando, and he gave me some hot sauces and shit in Seattle. They're super good, man. His company is called Haas Bonnie Hot Sauce. He's doing, like, pop-ups and shit. Florida is fucking wild right now, dude. I don't know, man. There's fucking... You can just run a business at full fucking capacity down there, man. Like a restaurant and shit. So that's a little weird, man. But this dude is like, he's awesome. He's one of my best buds. And he's kind of doing pop-ups like on the outside patio section of shit. And having people try shit, man. So their hot sauce is really good, man. It's a Haas Bonnie hot sauce. And that's my motherfucking shout out. (laughs) Oh yeah. Hey, hey, with that hot sauce, um, sorry to uh, interrupt you. Um, But um, the hot sauce, the packaging on that, the picture Mm -hmm. I saw... Dude, it looks amazing. 
It looks um, cool, man. They're can you order it online? I bet you you could, dude. Yeah, so they're on Instagram and shit. They're really small, man. But I'm sure if you shot them a message, they would they'd ship it wherever to you, man. So, yeah, it's super cool. It's got a gator and shit. It's very Florida. I love it. I would love to try it. I'm a, I'm a, the official spicy boy for a reason. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Hell yeah. Tell uh, what you got. I'm going to shout out a local coffee shop, Tailored. I got this uh, this mug from them. It's uh, off-white themed. Like Sorry, the shoes. my phone was blowing up. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, their coffee is really good. It's like my favorite in town. Uh, they roast it all in-house and uh, they can ship. So check out Tailored. Their coffee is really fucking good. Great merch. Uh, nice people. Uh, also, you know what? I'll throw my Instagram out there. Boy Fieri. Hell yeah. You can find me at boy underscore Fieri uh, on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and as always, you can find us on Instagram at Secret Chocks. Also on Twitter, same handle. Uh, you can hit us up on Gmail if you got any questions, thoughts, concerns. If you want to send us pictures of you hooping or if you've got a really cool hot sauce you can also send that to us um and yeah we're on facebook twitch youtube uh like subscribe leave us a five-star review and uh yeah anything else um my friend asked me why we don't talk about music in the podcast um which is a valid question but a very we never... valid question it's a very valid question if, if, <laughs> if you guys ever like send us questions about music and what type of music we play what equipment etc anything music related we'll answer it we just need people to ask us those questions um but yeah that's all i have to say (laughs) (laughs) all right right. uh all of our guests coming up are are music and or musicians so uh we'll have some more music topics coming up soon too i imagine so uh yeah okay (laughs) bye-bye peace guys